This is the Press Play Podcast, powered by Splinify. Join us as we dispel the mystery that surrounds video, the world's most popular medium for communication. We'll share our expertise and provide the best analyses, strategies, and practices as we show you how to establish brand awareness, create noteworthy educational content, and drive insane amounts of revenue. Here's your host, Derek Gerber. Hello and welcome to another episode of Press Play. I am your host, Derek Gerber, and today we are so excited to have Zane Heiselman, the Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships for the St. Paul Saints, the new minor league baseball team AAA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, where he has been finding success for the last six and a half years. He is a Wisconsin native and attended St. John's University, where he studied mathematics and global business leadership and also laid waste to his opposition on the soccer field. (laughs) So welcome, Zane. It's awesome to have you here. Tell the audience more about yourself and what you do with the St. Paul Saints. Yeah, thanks, Derek, and and thanks for having me today. I think uh, everything was pretty accurate. The the end of the intro might have been a little bit of an exaggeration, but but I appreciate it. (laughs) But but like you said, I'm the Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships for the St. Paul Saints. Uh, minor league team, AAA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota. My role within the Saints is is basically to oversee a lot of the revenues from the day-to-day, whether it's on the ticketing side or the corporate partnership side. That's a lot of what I do on a day-to-day. Working for a minor league baseball team, um, we, we wear a lot of hats though. So whether it's um, helping out, being on the on the TARP crew, or whether it's helping with our digital development and our marketing and some of the strategies around growing our brand. So many people wear so many hats with the Saints, and, and I'm a part of that. Um, but mostly focusing, again, on the sales and, and corporate partnership side of things. That's awesome. It's an exciting side of the business, for sure. And I got to say, with, you know, with the world being such a unique time right now, Things are constantly changing. So how are you and the Saints being innovative in your marketing and communications to seek out uh, corporate partnerships and other sponsorships as you grow and continue to get back to the new normal here? Yeah, g- good question. I think it all starts back with the Saints. Uh, Saints started in 1993 um, with our ownership group. And the, the motto when they started was fun is good. Um, so when we were when I jumped into the Saints, uh, Saints opened up a new ballpark CHS field, and it was really important for us to continue the fun is good brand that had been developed by our ownership. And so what we did in building the, the, the ballpark is, is look at how we find partners who engage with the community, how we wanted to engage with people and how the, the Saints had been engaging with, with, uh, people for, for so long. And so, in terms of uh, seeking out corporate partnerships, our, our corporate partners uh, need to understand that that we are a community asset. So they need to be engaged also with the community. So when we're seeking corporate partners, we want to find uh, partners who want to be with the community, want to engage with the community the same way we do, and want to build multi-integrated partnerships that you can have value in, in so many areas of our business, not just at CHS Field. Uh, but but also extending past the the walls of the ballpark into the community on social media through our digital channels, all of the above. That's awesome, and yeah, I mean, we often on the show talk about awareness, education, and revenue. And one of the first places to start in an area like this is getting integrated into the community and representing the diversity and the loyal fans right there. And 
Now with, uh, I would say from the mid nineties to now, we have a much bigger platform for bringing these stories to life. And so what is it like to get that live experience again at CHSville? And like, how have you been able to keep the Saints fans excited during that time with your social media efforts and other digital campaigns coming to life? Yeah, so uh, lots of good examples of that. Specifically, when when we're thinking about our entertainment in the ballpark, this year having fans back has been generally much easier than than previous years. Our our motto this year, we've altered fun is good as our marketing slogan to fun is better together because in, in 2021 we saw how how unique it was in 2020 um when we were weren't able to be together and so we had to get really creative and in, in engaging with our fan base um engaging with our partners during 2020 so 2021 um i think our whole staff i think fans in general came back excited to be together and a Saints game is is built to be engaging, not just from a baseball perspective. Baseball is our product, but we wouldn't have survived as an organization uh, and, and kind of thrived as an independent team if we didn't have the entertainment side, uh, affordable fun, a part of who we are. And we build that through every part of our experience, whether uh, you come to the game to watch the baseball, if you come to the game to bring your your kids to play in our play zone, if you come to the game to drink one of our craft beers in our craft beer corner, that's how we try to make the experience exciting for really anyone from all, all, all walks of life. That's awesome. And, and again, like, you know, every age, every diversity, one big family setting. Can you get more romantic than something like that? Come on now. Like, I think that's what makes it so much fun is like hearing these stories come to life and then backing it with community integrated experiences that build fans for life, that build memories for life. Um, I still remember the first time I went to my first minor league baseball game and I actually caught a, a foul ball off the side and I still have that ball <laughs> stored away over here on the side. And man, I went, I went nuts. Uh, I could still feel how bad it hurt my hand, but man, <laughs> I caught that ball, you know, I did. And I'm going to take that with me for life. And um, I just think that it was so cool. And the, the, the stadium and the experience of where I was at, it was, it was very small, but um, like understanding this field and the expenditure that you have, the foothold that you have in the community. Can you maybe name like one of your favorite campaigns or activations right now in which you're engaging the community like this? Yeah, it's that, that, that's also a good question. It goes back to your point uh, right there about your experience coming to a minor league game that our, our former VP of fan relations here used to say a community doesn't need a ballpark, but a ballpark really needs the community. And, and to, to your question is, is a lot of our campaigns, fun is better together in particular, has totally both celebrated our new partnership with the Minnesota Twins as a AAA affiliate, um, a, a, as well as celebrated people getting back together. So uh, just working through the transition from a business perspective, from an independent team to a AAA affiliate, while maintaining our brand has been a really exciting uh, kind of project to work through this past year. That's that's so cool. So, all right. So, so let's get to uh, new protocols and things like that. So maybe everything couldn't be as hands-on, at least for the moment. And now, how has your team embraced um, digital delivery of activations? And I mean, if you went to the ballpark and you used to give out pamphlets or you used to have people do one thing or another, how are you engaging the fans pre-game, in-game, and post-game with the digital platforms we have today, especially around video? Yeah, so 
usually protocols are, are, are seen as a, a negative buzzword these days, but <laughs> in our, our, in our case, and, and I, I know in your world, it's meant a lot of, uh, need to, uh, be innovative, a lot of need to educate your fans to engage in, in digital platforms. And that's really what we've done through the last two years. So going, going back to when 2020 hit and our season w- was derailed, we knew there was a need to communicate with our season ticket holders. Those are fans that are used to coming to, to all of our home games, 50 home games a season at that time. And all of a sudden, um, they had invested for the season, but there was no way for us to actually see them, to engage with them. So um, what we did was we, we used digital presentation software as well as did meetings similar to this, Zoom meetings and Google meetings and uh, too many uh, virtual meetings at our own homes. But that was our one way to be face to face with one another. So it ended, that was really important as we kept them on as season ticket holders into 2021 from a, from a partnership side, from a, a engagement side. That's how we, that's how we look at extending the walls of our ballpark a, a little more. So whether it's a, a corporate partnership, like one we have with Sun Country Airlines, where, um, what they're trying to do is, is trying to get people to travel with them across the, the U.S. Uh, their home is out of Minneapolis St. Paul Airport, and their their motto is "Get to Going." So we have worked with them to be really creative in in using our entertainment team to to message out the "Get to Going" message, but also do it in a Saints light. So when our our fans, uh, our database is watching videos, the impressions are great, but the engagement is is so important. And when we can put the Saints flair on on everything we do outside the ballpark on our digital team, it, it really helps engage with partners, engage with fans and, and help continue to build our brand. That's amazing. There's so much to unpack right there. You got a lot of immaculate efforts going on. If I had to start with the first one, I hear building relationships and maintaining them. Um, that That's a key thing. And I would say, you know, even even from the foundation part of Explainify, um, we know how to build the videos and we know that for sure. And there's 50% science and what you need to do and then how you do it is very different. So filling in on the back end as to how you do that, man, like that's what gets me excited is putting that flair on it, putting that brand on it. What's that experience like? And that's what this whole, this whole podcast has been about today, isn't it? And it's like, how do you really create that interaction that, that I don't forget that's really retentive and sticky, but makes me want to come back. I saw myself because it's so much fun. And then I want to be invested for life. So when you're building these relationships, um, is there another campaign out there that, that you really love? I love what you're saying with that one. And then I love the taglines too. So give me one more if you can, man. I'd love to hear another one. Yeah. So um, another campaign where we, we really engage with our fan base is one that we did. Uh, it, was, it was surrounded around a, a partner we have with Explore Minnesota. So obviously the Saints are a community asset in the capital in Minnesota, but there's so much that Explore Minnesota wants to market in terms of uh, what's around the state more than the Saints. But in, in Saints fashion, we wanted any sort of marketing campaign to be shown through the Saints flair, the, the fun is good motto. The uh, We have what we call usher-tainers at games, which... Um, are, are basically characters 
that that play a, a different role. And we have about seven to eight characters per game. So we have a guy called the chef um, where he plays a, a, an old French chef. And we have a guy named the coach who's your stereotypical uh, high school gym coach who walks around in short shorts and long socks and he's getting everyone pumped up for the game. So we have about seven to 10 per night. And so in Saints fashion with Explore Minnesota, we highlighted destinations throughout the entire state, but they use Saints characters. So when people were watching the videos, they're able to show light to different places around Minnesota, but you're also able to engage with who the Saints are again as a brand, who the Saints characters are that are you, that you are used to seeing at Saints games. So it was another one that was really exciting to, to see come to light and kind of come from start to finish in a really multi-integrated corporate partnership. That's amazing. Okay. All right. Cause you got me on to the, the this next one then is um, you've overcome a lot of challenges, obviously, and you have these really fun experiences. Have there been any other challenges to your team that you've overcome, um, you know, by, by using digital content like this? Yeah. So I, I think the, the, the biggest thing that, digital content does is, is it almost levels the playing field a, a little, a, a little bit. So for, for example, we, we are a minor league team in a major league market. Um, we have Minnesota twins. We have the, the Vikings, Minnesota United, the, the wild, you name it. We have a professional sports team in, in, in the different sport. So the, the challenge is being a minor league team. Uh, having the budget to really compete with a lot of the other entertainment venues in, in town. Um, so what we've done with our, our investment into digital content uh, internally, as well as what we're doing on social media and through our email databases is we've used digital development as, as a really good platform to, to market and, and to kind of eliminate some of the boundaries that teams, organizations used to have in, in engaging with the market itself. Okay. Okay. So man, the, lots of innovation, building and maintaining relationships, using our, our digital platforms more than ever, but also still maintaining that connection to the community. I mean, there's so much, is so much in the story. So tell me about what's next, right? I mean, you know, so we got the end of the year coming up. We got the next season. I got all these things coming up. This is the time to hustle now. So what's on your plate? Yeah. So right now we're in game uh, 63 of 65 home games. So I think everyone internally is ready to kind of turn that page to next year. Um, and, and given what's happened the last two years, we're, we're also ready for a more normal off season. So um, we're, we're looking forward to 2022 and maximizing what we're able to do next year. Um, we're going to have 72 home games next year. So we're looking at how to make the experience better, how to make sure fans feel like it's opening day every day at CHS Field um, and just maximizing all of next year. That's amazing. And I continue to to keep my eyes open for your digital platform <laughs> uh, developments there and what you're sharing. Um, is there anything else that we should leave the audience with today? Any myths that we should bust that you want uh, people to know about? No, I mean, it, it, if you're not a Saints fan, I, I would... Uh, say, go on our social media, check out some of the crazy, wacky things we've done in the past. We, we've done uh, promotions like the world's largest food fight, which, which um, had our entire crowd wearing, we, we provided them tarps or, or uh, what do you call them? Oh, the ponchos. The ponchos. ponchos. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, 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 we provided them ponchos and um, we provided food 
for them and entire inning break during the game. We stop the game for fans to throw mashed potatoes at each other, popcorn, you name it. And and that's another way that we had an in-ballpark experience, but it also uh, ended up on ESPN the next day. So um, we've done the world's largest twister game where our staff painted 56,000 dots on the outfield grass. I don't know if our general manager let the league know that we're going to do it before a baseball game, but they played the baseball game anyways. And it's another really good example of how you can get creative with an in-game experience, but how to extend the walls of your business. And uh, I I think it's been really enjoyable to talk to you and to learn a little bit more about how you can do that and how you can educate your fans and how you can also generate revenue and, and create awareness to continue to develop your fan base or your tar- target audience, whoever that may be, to, to help continue to build your business. That's right. And, if, and again, for the audience too, if you walk away with the three, the three pillars here, right? Awareness, education, and revenue. We've talked about branding. We've talked about general awareness, of course, like getting noticed, right? But then building a loyalty around that brand. That's the exciting part here. The educational part of how to get started, where, what, you know, where can I travel? Those things in these stories, listen to them, right? There are opportunities for you, you in the audience to utilize these things and capitalize on these tools being brought to you. Then there are revenue generation videos too. So from the, you know, buy this now, sign up for the trial. Those are obvious. We see those all the time. But what we're trying to do is open up your mind to the back end and look at the relationship building. What's the purpose? Genuine, insightful, helpful content. That's going to attract an audience. That's going to keep you going in the community, just like the ballpark reference you made earlier, right? <laughs> we, we need the community to run and we need them to come to us and use us as that platform for getting their message out. All right. So dude, thanks so much, Zane. Thanks for being here again. I love it. Um, awesome story there. And I just want to remind you, the audience, if you haven't liked or subscribed, do it now. Share it with your friends, forward the stories, bring it up in your next meeting, talk with your teammates. But Zane, just again, thank you so much, my friend. And we'll be uh, talking to you soon. Yeah. Thank you very much, Derek. Good to talk to you. All right. <laughs>